Hello and welcome to another episode of CryptoCast. I am James Fernie, a financial services and fintech partner at Garner Cook. And today I'm delighted to be joined by James Sullivan, Chief Operating Officer and General Counsel at Ziglo, a crypto and currency payments and exchange platform. Hi James, it's great to have you on. Hi James, yeah, it's great to be here, thank you. You've had a very interesting career having previously worked at Monzo in the more traditional financial services industry. How would you say that that kind of world compares to, to how the crypto industry works and operates? Yeah, so I think in some ways it's not so very different. So, um, I mean, the both Monzo and the crypto industries are disruptive, innovative and mission driven. I would say crypto is is probably more disruptive potentially than, than, than businesses uh, like Monzo and other challenger banks. Um, like both of these types of businesses have a focus on customer customer centricity and customer experience and community, but but I definitely think there are some some important differences for the for the crypto sector. Um, for for one thing, you know, risk appetite I think is much higher in crypto, and I think that's just reflective of the fact that it's largely an unregulated space. Um, although you know, one would question whether it's kind of truly unregulated. Um, it's, it's also not a space that regulators around the world feel, in, feel in com- entirely comfortable about. Um, so they're, con- they're concerned about you know, what they call confusion risk, the, the volatility of the market, and also you know, the opportunity for what could be seen as speculative investment. And I think that definitely is, is a big difference to dealing with a, a, a challenger bank, which is, which is PRA regulated. Um, it's also an ecosystem that's not routinely accepted by some sort of traditional um, financial institutions like, you know, some banks. Um, and then the regulatory landscape, which I think is is the biggest difference. So, you know, traditional financial services like like banking and investments have a very clear regulatory framework that that people can work to. You may you may not like it; it may be difficult. You know, you may you may need to hire a whole lot of people in compliance. But I think everyone broadly understands what the expectations of them are. Um, Although crypto or exchange tokens are largely outside the regulatory per- perimeter, um, there is there is a lot of regulation in this space around the edges and a lot of regulatory change. So um, that creates some opportunity, but it's also it's also complicated to navigate. You know, we've got we've got money laundering regulations we need to, to to comply with. There's rules on crypto derivatives, you know, forthcoming rules hopefully or expected on stable coins and financial promotions. And then of course there's the European legislation on on Mika. Um, plus, there's lack of harmonisation across geographies, in particular the in particular Europe, which makes international growth more more challenging. So. Um, it's probably there are definitely similarities, but I'd say it's a more complex, a more complex ecosystem. And it's interesting how you, you talked about all the different regulatory developments. I mean, what, what do you see as the biggest challenges for a firm like Ziggly moving forward? So is it the regulatory side of things, or are there other things also to be aware of? Yeah, it's definitely one of it. One of the things I think you know what I would say is the challenges are also the opportunities. Um, so yeah, for, for sure, the impact of regulation, the lack of harmonised approach, and the in the constant regulatory change that that we are facing is you know, is a challenge. But for those that are able to navigate that challenge, it's a real opportunity. And you know, a business like Ziggly, we're already regulated as an EMI firm. We've we've got our um, crypto asset registration with the FCA, so we are we are well placed to to handle and tackle changing regulation and we feel very comfortable about that and in, in fact you know we we welcome the the increasing regulation 
Um, I think the other the other challenge is that it's it's still a relatively small, although growing market. Um, there was some some research that you know you and the listeners may have have seen um, last year that um, FCA consumer race research that reported that 20 percent, 27% of the UK population had never heard of cryptocurrencies, um, which is is this significant number, and and only uh, just under four percent of the UK population currently owned crypto, of which you know, about eighty percent of those were were male and about seventy. Percent were over 35, um, and 75% of, of those customers that did um, own cryptocurrencies had balances of less than 1,000 pounds. So, you know, it, it is still you know a relatively untapped market, but again, that you know that comes with its own um, opportunities. And then I think the, the other kind of real challenge is dealing with you know perceptions and overcoming mindsets and myths and fears in in, in the crypto um, the crypto world. Um, and there are a lot of reasons, I think, why um, consumers are not, um, for those that are not engaging with crypto, I think there's a lot of reasons why consumers are not doing so. Um, you know, I think for some, there's a perception that it's a bubble and obviously news like, you know, that we're going through at the moment when this is being recorded, where we, you know, we've had a, a, a big um, dip in the last 24 hours doesn't kind of really help that perception. Um, there are those that don't really understand how to engage with it, um, to kind of that's, Kind of lack of education, but then perhaps lack of willingness to kind of go out there and find that um, education. So kind of lack of confidence, perhaps, um, lack of understanding. It's definitely seen as risky and volatile. And I think you know there is there's definitely truth to that. You have to understand the the, the volatility and the risk that, that that come with engaging in crypto. Um, for some, it's not really seen as a you know a real asset class. Um, and there's definitely you know there is definitely a a mindset of some people that are opposed to crypto on, on, on that basis. Um, others may think it's too difficult or expensive to buy. I think that's, again, that's a, maybe ha- perhaps a myth or perception in reality. You know, what businesses like Zigaloo are doing is trying to trying to make, um, you know, the ability to, to buy crypto safe and simple. And then, of course, there is this, you know, this uh, perception that uh, crypto is all linked to criminal activity and money laundering, which uh, I think is, for some is is very difficult to to shift in in people's mindset, um, but but certainly you know you know the, the way we see it at Ziglo is Ziglo is that there's it's a huge untapped market if we can break through some of these perceptions and and engage with crypto beginners and um, kind of help them um, on their journey um, with with crypto. That's very interesting. I think one one thing I just wanted to pick up on there was how you mentioned the, the the sudden change you get and one of the recent things we've seen is kind of a sudden change to a piece of news and it may be elon elon musk tweet or it might be the chinese regulator saying something how do you feel about that kind of moving forward do you think it's always going to be an issue in the market that that someone will say something that will cause a sudden immediate change or do you think things might well settle and become more stable as, as things grow on and maybe even there's more acceptance of the asset class yeah, I mean, to, to some extent, this is somewhat a feature of of being um, a largely unregulated market. You know, the way the way information gets reported um, means that crypto markets don't behave like efficient stock prices, um, and that kind of creates that that volatility. And you know, for, for for many, although you know, it's you have to perhaps hold your nerve when when the markets are against you. And if you if you want to be involved in crypto, you know, you, you do need to be able to understand, uh, first, firstly, understand that that, that volatility, volatility exists, um, and then be able to hold your, your nerve when it happens. And in, in fact, it's, you know, it's, 
it is that volatility that, that attracts many crypto investors to the space. And, you know, for, for crypto asset providers, the, the volatility actually increases volumes of trade. So it's it's not it's not a bad thing per se, um, but obviously it's, you know, it, it's what increases investment um, risk in, in, in crypto. Um, I, I don't I don't see that changing anytime soon. If, if you know, if the market um, stays largely unregulated, I, I don't really see how we can we can avoid that. I think in, increasing regulation, um, in, you know, in the form of Miko is, you know, although that may not address the issue per se, I think we will start to see increasing regulation and increasing um, regulatory concern about about the impact that that volatility could have on consumers, and you know, perhaps in future we'll see. Um, a more, I mean, I would say mature. Maybe that's a slightly the wrong word, but more efficient, efficient market where individuals don't have the ability to kind of create these huge, huge sudden um, swings in 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 the market. I think what we've seen in you know the last twenty four hours in particular is what happens when there's a, a number of different bad news stories happening all at the same time. Um, it's it's perhaps a, a a more exceptional example, but it's definitely illustrative of of why when you're um, engaging with crypto you need to you know do your research and understand um understand the market and you know obviously never never invest more than you can you can afford to to lose uh it's interesting because we, we sometimes get waves of bad news and sometimes we get waves of good news I, I don't know if you've got any thoughts as to what you think the next big thing might be in crypto given that sometimes you get a sudden change with new idea or new invention and that 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 has changes for the whole market yeah, I mean, I, you know, certainly there are there are things which are perhaps not so brand new, but perhaps are new things that will become bigger. So, for example, at Ziggly, you know, we're we're engaging in in um, lending products for for customers where they can you know, they can earn interest on their on their crypto. Um, so we have a product called Bitcoin Boost. I know that there are other providers that you know provide a similar product as well. Um, these products aren't widely known, so perhaps more. Um, better known existing products that are out there. I think we will see um, a year where you know, altcoins will, will come into their own. Um, clearly, um, NFTs, non-fungible, non-fungible tokens are quite a big thing right now. Um, and I think that that kind of that area is going to grow and grow. And I've, you know, I've certainly seen new businesses in, in the tech space um, kind of uh, opening up off, off the back back of NFTs, um, and I've seen a number of roles hiring actually in in this space as well. So cl- clearly, it's a growing area. Um, lots of un, untapped opportunity, I think, in that space. And and then of course, um, tokenized investments. I mean, there's already they're already out there, right? There's already some traction, and um, perhaps it's still a fairly niche market. So perhaps um, the liquidity isn't as good as it as it could sh- as it should be, or as as one would want it to be. Um, but definitely the 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 ability for uh, consumers to um, engage with um, traditional stocks but through crack, in a fractional ownership which tokenized investments can can offer i think is 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 definitely um something that is here like it's not it's not new uh, to, to answer your question it's not necessarily new but it perhaps it will be the the next big thing yeah that's been fascinating that's all we've got time for today Thanks, James, for coming on. If anyone has any questions or wants to reach out to James directly, his email is james.sullivan, S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N, at ziglu, Z-I-G-L-U, dot 
io. Thanks, James, for coming on. It's been absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to our latest podcast. Gunner Cook has a market-leading blockchain, crypto assets, and DeFi team, providing legal advice across the whole of the blockchain ecosystem. Our members have been heavily involved in helping shape the legal and regulatory framework for blockchain and crypto assets from the start, meaning that we have an intuitive understanding of our clients' needs and can provide focused, pragmatic advice at predictable cost. For more information, please visit our website. Thank you again.